time, and good afternoon to you, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bob Elson greeting you now from Yankee Stadium in New York. And on a... It's getting very threatening here weather-wise. It's darkened up and it's very cloudy. Looks like we could get rain at any time. But the official weather forecast is that this is going to be an on-again, off-again Finnegan sort of a rainy affair with a cloudy day and occasionally uh, thunder showers. But it looks like the doubleheader will be played all right, even if it takes all day and all evening. around, And there's considerable cheering going along with it. Maybe I'll turn this mic and let you try to pick it up. second base, Kell at third base, Minoso in left field, Neiman in right field, Dobie in center field, Dropo at first, Lawler the catcher, Aparicio at short, and Harshman will do the pitching. For New York, Bauer in right field, Martin at second base, Mandel in center field, Vera the catcher, Scarron at first base, McDougal at shortstop, Serve in left field. Perry at third, and Ford will do the pitching. In the Detroit-Baltimore game, it's Gromek and Moore. In the Kansas City-Washington game, it's Harriage and Ramos. And each team scored three runs in the first inning in that Kansas City-Washington game. Simpson hit a three-run home run. Hank Storr is going to be the umpire in chief. This, uh, we're going to have a nice crowd here today in spite of the fact that it's been threatening and every time I tuned the radio on and we got in here late last night from Washington and uh, sat around uh, late last night listened to the radio for a couple of hours and again this morning, uh, every 15 or 20 minutes there was a bulletin. Rain, very probable and cold and cloudy and certainly not the kind of bulletins to put anybody in the ballpark. But in spite of that, we got a good crowd and there are the Yankees going on the field. that long ball and have hit 22 home runs and Mickey Mantle has nine because I noticed that Howard is playing left field in place of serve Elston Howard has gone into left field let's see this is Sunday the Yankees will be in Chicago a week from next Thursday Thursday Friday and Saturday and Elston Howard will be one of the guests on our 6 o'clock show. On Friday night, there's a night game. Howard will be our guest. That's the second game. And on the opening day of the Yankee series in Chicago, our guest will be one of the great pitchers in baseball, Whitey Ford. That's on Thursday night. Ford is pitching today against Harshman. Harshman has looked terrific. So has Ford. This should be some ball game. We're just hoping that here today, the White Sox will break out with some hits. 
And that's the thing that's been holding them back. They've been getting good pitching. They just haven't been getting the hitting from the fellas that you would expect to hit. So here's another day. And we're all set to go. Harshman is one and nothing for the season, winning a two-hit, one-to-nothing decision over Cleveland. In his second start, he went seven innings against Baltimore, giving up four hits and two runs before Howell relieved him. The Sox lost that game three to two, and of course he did not figure in its losing. Whitey Ford has a record of three wins and no losses. Won all three of his starts this year, beating Boston 7-1, Baltimore 4-2, and Detroit 9-2. He won two and lost two against our Sox in 1955, but he's had a tremendous lifetime advantage of 13-3. Here we go, Nelly Fox stepping into the batter's box, and this game is all set to roll. Fox stepping in, batting left-handed. Fox way below his normal pace, 140. Swing and a foul off to the left. Now checking the lineup again with the Sox batting. There's Terry over at third. At short, it's McDougal. At second, it's Billy Martin. And at first, it's Scourin. A swing and a miss at a high curve. Center field, it's Mickey Mantle. In left field, it's Howard. And in right field, it's Bauer. The game just getting underway at New York. The sun trying to pop through the low overhanging clouds here again at New York. And Ellie Fox up there trying to get something started in the first inning against Whitey Ford. The pitch to Fox outside at the waist, a ball. This is a triple-deck stand at New York that extends all the way down the foul lines and into left field, left center, and right center field. And there's an open-faced bleacher all the way across the outfield. Strike three took a curveball that uh, broke on the outside corner at the knee and Fox is out on strike. And that is the first strikeout of the ball game for Whitey Ford. Ford had 20 strikeouts going in. Well, that's his 21st. There is George Kell. Kell has been uh, one of those consistent hitters. He has nine hits and 22 tries for a 409 average. The first pitch to him, strike call. Slow ball off the corner and low, a ball one and one. Elston Howard. Run into left field and place a Bob serve, who was up on the board as the left fielder, but there was some doubt about his. I believe he had some kind of an injury. Strike right over the plate. Now, Whitey Ford is the fellow who doesn't come equipped with seven or eight or nine or ten pitches. He's right down there with the fundamentals, a fastball, a curve, and a change of pace. And he says that's, that's all he's got. But he also, for a left-hander, has unusually fine control. Swing and a ground ball, the shortstop to his left. Big hop, he's got the ball, throwing from right near the bag of second, and is out to a win.
we've sort of got to get adjusted to the fact that McDougal is now the shortstop for this ball club. We've always seen him either at third or at second. Here's Minoso. Many batting 278 with 10 hits and 36 tries. Had a home run and two other hits in the ball game yesterday at Washington. In the first pitch, a fastball that crowded him at close at the knees, a ball. Summers out again at New York. Whitey Ford against Harshman. Two out in the first inning. The Yankees in white, the White Sox in traveling gray. Slow ball, beauty, right over the plate. Whitey Ford changes the speeds on his curveball, which, of course, gives him really, actually, more pitches than three. But that's what he says. Here's the pitch to Manoso. He's swinging a fastball. that's hit hard down to the second baseman. Martin up with that ball. A peg to first, and he's out to retire the side. In that half of the first inning, it's three up and three down. No runs, no hits, no errors. And the score fans, at the end of the first half of the first inning, the White Sox nothing, and the New York Yankees are now coming to bed. Now let me place the White Sox for you. Minoso in left field, Larry Doby in center field, and Bob Neiman in right field. Ropo at first, Fox at second, Aparicio at short, Kell at third, the catcher Lawler, and the pitcher Jack Harshman. Here's Hank Bauer. Bauer's batting average is only 222. Ball, it's low. But Bauer is hit five homers and has 14 runs batted in. Swing and a very high fly ball deep in left center field. Dolby or Minoso can get it. Minoso's ball, one away. Going to bring up Billy Martin. Martin playing second base. Batting 175. The runs batted in department. Martin has six. He will be followed by Mickey Mantle, and you'll hear some burst of applause when he comes up. His average is 433 for Mickey Mantle. First pitch to Martin. A butt attempt up the third baseline. Tough play for Kell. Throw to first. He's safe. Beat it out for a hit. There was a perfect bunt. The ideal bunt. He punted the ball. It sprang away from the bat pretty hard and then didn't have any roll on it. Kell had to come a long way in. And there's the hand for Mickey Mantle. Mantle is batting right-handed. He has 23 runs batted in. It's hit nine home runs. That's the first hit of the ball game. A bump single by Billy Martin. And here is Mickey Mantle. Batting right-handed against Harshman. First pitch to him, low, outside, ball one. 
Marshman Screwball works very effectively on right-hand hitters. And the last time he pitched in that game at Baltimore, his fastball was really something to see. Strike right in around the knees, and that's the pitch I was talking about, that fastball in close at the knees. The on-deck hitter is Yogi Berra. Martin over on first base. The next pitch to Mantle, a swing and a base hit into center field. Billy Martin going to third. Here's the throw to second base, and the ball got away from Fox, and it looks like Martin's going to score. He is, and here's Mantle coming around. He holds up at third. That ball took a bad hop into second base. And it's going to be an error on the throw. We're waiting now for the official score, and a run is scored. The hit by Mantle, a ground ball between short and second, sent Martin to third. And when Mantle decided to try for second base, and the throw came in from left center field, it bounced over the second baseman box's head, and went between the plate and first base in the foul territory, and before Gropo could recover the ball, a run has scored, and Mantle gets all the way to third. So that's an error for Dobie on the throw. Mantle gets credit for a single, and an error for Dobie on a throw into second base that bounced in uh, uh, a few feet from the bag and then took a high hop over Fox's head. The infield pulled in and a strike called on Barra. So there is an odd happening here in the first inning. After one out, Martin singled. Mantle singled to left center field on the ground with Martin going to third. Then Mantle decided to try to go to second base and the throw into second hit the dirt and took a free cop over Fox's head and went into foul. Here's a line drive to drop ball, and boy, there that thing had base hit written all over it. There was a vicious line drive down the first baseline that drop ball reached up and stabbed near the foul line, and that saved the run. So here is Scourin coming up. And a Chicago boy stepping into the batter's box with a 317 average, bounces the short, Aparicio firing, he is out, and it retires the side. So that is the end of a first inning that started peacefully enough, and then things began to happen. Let's recap it. After one out, Bauer flying out deep to left center, Martin singled. And then Mickey Mantle slapped a base hit on the ground between short and third. It sent Martin racing around to third. Doby picked the ball up, and Mantle evidently figured he was going to throw to third. And he's decided to try for second base. He threw the ball into second base. It hit at the edge of the outfield grass coming in and took a free cop, and the run scored. In the inning, one run, two hits, one error, and one man left. The score at the end of the first inning... Now the official scorer has scored that as a double for Mantle, an error for Dolby, and no run batted in. 
score at the end of the first inning, the Yankees won, and the White Sox nothing. In the second inning, Neiman hit the first ball pitched and bounced down to McDougal, and McDougal just threw him out, and it's one away. Bob Neiman hit the first ball pitched on the ground to the shortstop, McDougal, who threw him out. Here's Larry Doby, who's just about 185 points under his normal pace at around 143. Yankees are leading one to nothing. And the first pitch to Larry, strike, it's right across the knee. The Yankees have a one-run lead. Whitey Ford goes into the motion again, and Dolby takes strike two in the same spot. Andy Terry, Gil McDougal, Billy Martin, and Scourin on the infield. One out in the second inning and two strikes on Larry Doby. And the wind up again by Whitey Ford, and a fastball is low for a ball. One and two now for Doby. Walt Dropo is in the on-deck circle. Getting all set. Ford taking a little bit of extra time right now, looking down at the catcher. Here's the one and two count to Larry Doby, and it's way too low for a ball. and strike two. Doby, a left-hand hitter, waiting for that next pitch. And a swing and a foul. It's off to the left, up against the railing. On the, the scoring play, on the throw-in from center field, it was just unfortunate there that Fox uh, was taking the throw. Aparicio had run out into left center field in the event of a relay, and nobody was backing up second base. Ropo started to chase the ball when the ball had gotten away. And a swing and a tap on the ground. It's rolling foul. And the ball came over to the first base line between the mound and first base and rolled over the first base line into foul territory with Ropo chasing it. And Martin, of course, scored. And Mantle went all the way to third. He got credit for a two-base hit from the official score. And they gave Doby an error on the throw. The ball, as I told you, took a very freak hop way over Fox's head. All right, it's a 2-2 count, one to nothing ball game, and the pitch to Doby, swing and a miss. Fuck him up. That is the second strikeout of the game for Ford, and it's going to bring up the first baseman, Walt Dropo. Walt has had a rough time getting started. He's three for 24. Walt Dropo. Now the wind up in the first pitch to him. A little bit too close, right at the waist. One thing about these kind of hitters, like Dropo, big, strong guys, you never can tell when they're going to bust one. I mean, they could come up and start 
hitting that ball any time and then really snap out of it. A ball right up under his chin. Ball two. of activity. White Sox at New York with two. Kansas City at Washington two. Detroit at Baltimore two. And Cleveland at Boston the only single affair in the American League. Sun is out again. Two out in the second inning and Ropo takes ball three. Low and outside. Lawler is the on-deck hitter. White Sox have a better hitting club than last year when they did some good hitting. They're first in the American League right now in fielding. But uh, down the line in hitting. Strike call. And one of the things that we all feel is responsible for the fact that they're not hitting is the fact that the, the schedule and the weather has really played havoc with them here in the first couple of weeks. Ball three, strike one to Dropo. I foul back this way. In the sand... And a ball three and a strike two count. Pretty nice turnout today. Pretty nice crowd and still coming in, as I told you, in spite of the weather bulletins, which figure to keep a lot of people away. We're going to have a real nice turnout and a lot of excitement. Ford has his glove off. He has it tucked under his left arm. Now he's fidgeting with his cap. He's getting set again. The outfield is playing Dropo straight away. The next pitch to Walter. A swing and a line hit in the left field. Dropo just slapped a hard line drive over short into left field for a hit. And that is the first White Sox hit in the game. First hit off board. And it's going to bring up the catcher, Sherman Lowry. Lawler has seven hits in 29 tries. Sherm Lawler, White Sox first string catcher, up in there, and the pitch to him is off the corner at the knee, a ball. Howard is playing left field, Mantle in center field, and Bauer in right field. Looks like a quick throw to first base and Dropo's kicked off. A quick throw by Whitey Ford to first base and Dropo was picked off. Whitey Ford with a very good pickoff motion started to swing around and suddenly fired that ball over to first base and Dropo was a good two feet off the bag. Scourin had the ball and it retires the side. So in the inning, no runs, one hit, and no one left. The score at the end of the first half of the second, the Yankees won, and our White Sox, nothing. Now leading off for the Yankees, Gil McDougall. That's right-handed, and the first pitch from Harshman spiked in around the knees. McDougal's average, 1-9-0. He will be followed by Howard, 3-6-4, a swing and a line foul, and then by Carey, who's batting 2-0-8.
White should look going on all over the board. It looks like there's one postponement. Cleveland at Boston. Evidently a rain out there. Here's a swing and a high fly ball to right field in the corner. Neiman shouldn't have any trouble with this ball. He's there in plenty of time. One out. The Yankees are leading one to nothing. On a single, a double, and a throwing error in the first inning. Here's Elston Howard. Elston Howard, who plays the outfield and also does a respectable job of catching. And the pitch to the right-hand hitter is outside of the knee, a ball. Howard batting 364. And they say that one of these days, and of course all Yankee fans hope that that day never comes when Yogi Berra has to call it quits, that this guy will be the first string catcher. A ball, it's low. One out in the second inning. Cal Aparicio, Fox, and Dropo on the infield. The outfield is Neiman, Doby, and Minoso. And the battery, Harshman and Lawler. And a swing foul ball back here to the right and out of play. Latecomers are still coming in at New York, and we're going to have a real nice crowd. Now remember, the Yankees will be at Chicago... A week from next Thursday for an afternoon game, a night game on Friday and an afternoon game on Saturday. And tickets for all of those games are on sale as well as all the games on the homestand. Howard cuts on one and hits a pop fly. Right side of the infield. Fox back on the grass about five feet. He's got it. Two up. Here's Andy Carey. That's right-handed, and the first pitch, a swing, and a face hit in the center field. There was a line single to center field. Here's Whitey Ford coming up. Andy Carey lined a sharp single. It went through the infield about waist high and shot right on out into center field. And that is recorded as hit number three for the Yankees in this ball game at Yankee Stadium. Here's four. Batting left-handed, real short on the bat handle, a ball at slow. The score, Yankees one and the White Sox nothing so far in this ball game. And a swing and a base hit in the center field. And here's Perry racing to third. And Goldie throws the ball into second base. Put Yankee runners on first and third after two outs. Going to bring up the right fielder, Hank Bauer. Hank Bauer. Big fellow and a powerful looking guy who seems to play better when he's not used over a long stretch of time. He's kind of a ball player that, I don't know, he uses a little rest occasionally, a few days off, and then get him in there, and he just goes like to beat the band for a while. 
ball. It's a little bit off the corner. Yankees have runners on first and third with two outs in the last of the second, and they have a one-run lead. Archman readies. Drops a little low. A ball. The on-deck hitter is Billy Martin. Hardly any wind out here at all today. The American flag and the American League Championship flag on the pole in center field are just limp out there, so there's no wind. Here's the pitch to Bauer, a slow twister and a strike, and it's a 2-1 count. Hank Bauer, wearing a number nine on the back of his white uniform. In the second game, it's going to be Rip Coleman, a left-hander, against Howie Paletta, a left-hander. And the pitch to Hank Bauer is taken in close for ball three. The outfield of Minoso, Doby, and Neiman deep and straight away. Getting set again, the next pitch to him, ball four, the bases are low. That is the first base on balls issued by Harshman, and it's going to bring up Billy Martin, who singled the first time up. A bases loaded situation at New York with two out. Jack Harshman ready to fire and a swing and a very high fly ball that should be caught in left center field. Dolby getting over. It's his ball. He's got it. And Harshman is out of that jam. Martin hit a high fly ball to left center field that was caught by Larry Dolby and three men are left on the base. In the last of the second, there were no runs, two hits, a walk, and three men are left. And so, fans, at the end of two full innings of play, the score and the totals, the Yankees, one run on four hits, no errors, the White Sox, no runs, one hit, one error. Sherman Lawler leading off, and he grounds the first pitch down to third base. Terry's got it. Fires that ball over to first base, and it's one away. Lawler hit the first pitch from Whitey Ford to Terry. The third baseman went to his left, stabbed that ball in his glove, and threw him up. Here's little Louis Aparicio. Louis has been up 23 times and has had three hits. Third baseman playing very shallow for Lewis. And the first pitch, he came in straight over arm with a fastball and got it in a little bit too low. The outfield is playing Louis real shallow. That's a swing and a hit to right field. Aparicio slaps a clean single into right field. That's hit number two. It's going to bring up the pitcher, Jack Harshman. The 
Cashman stepping up to see if he can aid his own cause here. Jack's a good hitter. Ian Donovan. And also Billy Pierce. Pierce is a pretty good little hitter, too. But Donovan and this guy, if they get a hold of one, can really tag it. Aparicio singled after one out in the third. Harshman takes a ball that's low and almost a wild pitch. Barrow's going to the mound. Let's get in a station break. This is the WCFL Chicago White Sox Baseball Network. Yankees have a one-run lead on the White Sox, who have a man on first with one out and the pitcher is up. Fox on deck. And a let-up pitch is just a little bit off the corner at the knee for another ball. Ball two. Fires low outside. Ball three. Look him over there, Jack. A walk is just as good as a hit. Three and nothing count for Harshman. Ford keeps an eye on little Lewis, who jumps around over there and finally dives back onto the bag as Ford threw the first. That's in there. Bozar, right down the middle. Harshman, in the batter's box, the number nine man, with little Louie on first base. And a swing and a liner to right that's going to be caught. Back on the path near the wall by Bauer. A well-tagged ball. But hit right on the, in the line with where the right fielder was standing. And he backed up on the track and caught that ball for the other. That was well hit. Here's Nelson Fox. Fox was a strikeout victim the first time up. Hit a home run in this ballpark last year into the right field seat. Whitey Ford readies. Ball low and outside. Ball one. at first base, Billy Martin playing second, Yul McDougal at shortstop, and the third baseman Andy Carey. Swing and a base hit into left field for Fox. Fox singles into left field and Aparicio moves to second. Here's Kell. That's one of Fox's favorite spots in the left field and that may be begin to feel that he's beginning to get the feel of it because he hasn't been hitting anything over there and that's one of those specialties is slice into left field. That's hit number three off Whitey Ford. Here's George Kell, who grounded out the first time up. Runners at first and at second. And a ground foul. Hit very hard down the third baseline. In the American League, it's Baltimore 1 and Detroit nothing at the end of 2 and Washington 4 and Kansas City 3 at the end of 4 and the Cleveland-Boston game is off. Kell steps away from the plate. Now he's up in there again. 
Marty Ford getting a sign. Slow ball and a liner, but it's foul. Faster. Oh, that ball was hit. There was a real vicious line drive down the third base line, and it hit about two feet past outside the line, past third base. Just a single, just a base hit here to send Lewis in with the tying run. Aparicio out on second base. Nelly Fox on first base. Pitcher four getting ready. He's got a two-strike count on him, and that one clouded the batter right at the knee for a ball. Makes it one and two. The Yankees have one run on four hits. The White Sox, no runs on three hits. Whitey Ford pitching to Cal. Slow ball. And a high fly ball into right field. It's going to be caught. Bowers under that ball, and he's got it for the up. Whitey Ford threw a slow ball, and Kell hit it foul, or hit it uh, for a fly ball close to the foul line in right field, and it was pulled down by Bauer for the up. No runs, two hits, and two left. No fans at the end of the first half of the third inning here at Yankee Stadium. It's still the New York Yankees one and the White Sox nothing. First three batters for the Yankees in the last of the third. Mantle, Barra, and Scourge. Here's Mickey Mantle, who got himself a hit the first time up, and the pitch is low for a ball. Ball one. Switch hitter Mickey Mantle, batting right-handed against left-hander Harshman, and a swing and a foul back up on the screen. One and one. Some trying to come out here again. First game is in the last of the third inning. Marshman getting a sign. He's ready. And a swing and a ground ball off the pitcher's glove. A hard smash goes in the center field. And Mantle has another hit. Everything he hits these days drops in safely. And he's done one of those kind of hitting jags. When a fella gets on one of those, just like Lemon over at Washington, who hits doubles and home runs almost every time up. It's, it's hard to stop. So that's a base hit in the center field for Mantle. And it's hit number five off Harshman. And it's going to bring up Yogi Berra, who lines to Dropo the first time up. First pitch to him, sidearm, outside, a ball, ball one. Mickey Mantle on first base. And a beauty right in across the knees. Spike. The outfield is swung to the right for Yogi Berra, who... Loves to pull that ball. 
That's a pitch that's a little bit too low, and a ball two and a strike one count. Yogi wearing number eight. Going into this ball game, Mantle was batting 381 left-handed and 556 right-handed. Here's a swing and a long fly ball way back in right field. It's gone. A home run into the right field fence. hit his eighth home run of the year into the stands at about the 355 foot mark in right field and he gets the course two runs batted in and it gives him 22 for the year makes the score of this ball game three to nothing right down the foul line. It hit there on the curve of the wall in the right field corner, but bounced well to Neiman. Neiman fired that ball in, but Scourin had slid into second base with a double. And hit number seven. Going to bring up Bill McDougall. McDougal, who flied out to right field the first time up. Here comes the pitch to him, and a swing and a miss. One strike. A single by Mantle, a homer by Barra, and a double by Scourin. The Yankees have increased their lead now to three to nothing. Swing and a long fly ball down the left field line. Fair or foul? It's a foul ball. It would have been a home run. It's way up in the seat. There was a long shot right down the left field line. Went way into the stand. And the umpire at third... Ran down the line to watch that ball and waved it was foul. Now there are two strikes. On McDougal. And a ball that's flowing outside. One and two. Muscara not on second base. Nobody out. are taking plenty of time. Harshman. Two pitchers are throwing in the bullpen for the White Sox. That pitch is a little bit low for a ball. Ball two. 
Two pitchers are throwing in the bullpen for the White Sox. That pitch is a little bit low for a ball. Ball two. The New York Yankees. Just got their 27th home run of the year. Here's a swing and a fly ball into right field. Neiman's going to get this ball. Here's the touch-up at second. Here is Scourin now racing to third. And he is safe at third. It was a relay play from Neiman to Fox to Kell. So McDougal flying out to Neiman, fairly deep in right field. And here is the left, field, left fielder, Elston Howard. the infield of Kell, Aparicio, Fox, and Grofo is pulled in close. Harshman getting ready. And the first pitch to Howard, a swing and a ground ball to the pitcher. Take the runner back to third and threw Howard out, and there are two gone. He turned and pretended he was going to throw to third to drive Scourin back and then quickly whirled and fired the first base to retire the battle. That's going to bring up Cherry with a base runner at third and two out and two runs in in the last half of the third inning. Yankees three runs. They're going to give them an intentional pass. The Yankees with three runs on seven hits and the White Sox no runs on three hits. Ball two. Here's ball four. Intentional pass. Going to bring up Whitey Ford, who single the first time. Here is Whitey Ford. into the batter's box. Bats left-handed. He hit a slow curve the first time for a hit. Just lined it into right center field. Swing and a foul. It's in the upper deck. Out of play. Kell has called time and gone over to the mound to talk with Harshman. Whitey Ford is standing alongside the plate with that number 16 in the back of his uniform. A very youngish-looking fellow is Mr. Ford, by the way. Next pitch to him, strike call right across the way. Whitey looks like he's a college freshman. Runners at first and third. Harshman ready to fire again, and that was an outside a waste pitch trying to get him to swing at a bad one, and it's a ball one and a strike two count. The sun is shining now at New York. Ball one and a strike two count for Whitey Ford. 
Next pitch to him, a swing and a pop-up into short center field that Fox is running out for and grabs for the yard. So Whitey Ford popped out to Nelson Fox, and it retires the side with seven men batting in the inning and the first three men getting hit. And in that inning, it's two runs on three hits, a base on balls, and there were two men left on the base. The fans were now at the end of three full innings of play at Yankee Stadium in New York with the score of the ball game. The Yankees three and our White Sox nothing. For the White Sox, Minoso hits a slow ball that drops in the short center field for a base hit. Minoso dropped the base hit into short center field with Mantle coming in fast and the second baseman Billy Martin charging out. But that was really well placed and drops in there with nobody close to it. Here is the right fielder, Bob Neiman. Here's Bob Neiman stepping in. Also on first base, and a butt attempt and a miss. That time he saw that Terry was back. And actually, Neiman is a power-type hitter, and they uh, inclined to think of him cutting at that ball, so he saw a chance to drop one down, but he missed the ball for a strike. Also over on first base, and a ball. It's in very low and in close, one and one. Double hunter at New York today, the White Sox and the Yankees. Stocky Bob Neiman, a right-hand hitter, is up in there, and Ford is taking a little bit of extra time to move the left fielder Howard a bit, away from the foul line and over more toward left center field. That's a ball. It's low, ball two. Yogi Berra walks out in front of the plate, yells something at Ford, and then flips him the ball. One man on and nobody out in the fourth inning. The on-deck hitter is Larry Doby, and a tap foul. He rolled that ball on the ground to the left of the plate, and Yogi takes the new ball from the umpire, and he's walking to the mound with it. He's standing right in the pitcher's circle now with Ford. Now he's turning around and he's walking back in. Yogi Berra. He'll be a legend around here someday. Ball two and a strike two count. The pitch to Neiman, a swing and a grass smash at the mound, he's got it. Back to second base, out, over to first, out, and a double play. There was a hard smash at the mound, uh, the same kind of a smash that was hit before and Harshman got through there, and that's just the way the breaks go. When you're not hitting, well, they go against you. When you are hitting, they go for you, and that's baseball. That's the way. That ball was hit viciously and looked like it was going right through the box. Ford got in front of that ball 
got a hold of it and turned it into a double play. Play going from the pitcher to Martin to first. Here's Larry Doby, 0 for 1. Doby swings and fouls the ball back on the wire. When that ball was hit, I thought sure it was going right through the box in the center field. Ford somehow got in front of that ball and turned it into a double play. Strike right down the middle. Two strikes for Dolby. This is the top half of the fourth inning. Whitey Ford readies again. And a ball just off the corner at the knee. The Yankees thought that was strike three, and the infield started to move toward the dugout. The outfield is playing Larry Doby around to the right. That's a ball again just off the corner. Two and strike two. Wind up again by Whitey Ford. A slow ball is grounded out to center field. Larry Doby slaps a base hit right through the box. That's hit number five. Well, if it hadn't been for that terrific stop that Ford made of Neiman's hot smash, they would have had an inning really going here. Here's Walt Ropo, single to left field, the first time up. Walt Ropo stepping in. First pitch to water, a slow twister, a little bit high, ball one. Keeping an eye on Larry Doby at first base. Ropo takes in there, strike around the knees. Mandel in center field, flanked by Howard in left and Bauer in right. Scarin, Martin, McDougal, and Carey on the infield. Ropo takes a slow ball. It's a little bit too close. Ball two. Tropo, number eight, on his gray uniform. Facing Whitey Ford. Larry Doby over on first base. Next pitch to Dropo. A ball a little bit low inside. The ball rolled away from Yogi about two or three feet. But Doby plays it safe. Count of three and one. There's no use committing suicide here. You might have just as well try to keep the inning alive. Lawler is in the on-deck circle. Ball three on a strike one count. And a ball he walked in. Here's Sherman Lawler coming up. 
Waller bounced off to carry the first time up. Waller could put the White Sox right back in this ball game to get a hold of one here. Sherman Waller stepping into the batter's box. Larry Doby at second base, Walt Gopo at first base, and two away. The first pitch is a low fastball that was right in the dirt. Ball one. The White Sox play at Boston Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Detroit, and then come back to the friendly confines of Comiskey Park on Tuesday for a long home stay. Throw back to second base. Billy Martin handling the ball and Doby going back in feet first. Not too close because the throw was high and Doby was sprawled on the ground. Puts to Lawler, a swing and a miss. Lawler was really cutting that time, but he missed that curveball. And it's a ball one and a strike one count for Sherman. Sherman Lawler. The extra base hit department, let's see. He has won so far this year a double. Larry Doby on second, Gopo on first. And the next pitch to him, a slow ball that comes in a little bit too low for a ball. Two and one. Ball two and strike one. We're in the fourth inning, fans, of New York. First game of today's Big Twin Bill. Again, Whitey Ford gets set. Here's a swing and a long foul. He got that inside pitch that time and overpulled it. Way down the left field line, but foul. And it's a ball two and a strike two count now as Yogi Berra walks out to caution Ford. Say something to him and then to flip him the ball. and strike two. With two away in the top half of the fourth inning. Ford leaning forward, peering down at Yogi Berra as though he can't understand the signal, and finally, Lawler steps up. All right, here's the big one. Ball two and strike two, and a tap on the ground towards short. It's picked up by McDougal and thrown to the second baseman, and it retires the side. Lawler grounded the ball right to the shortstop. Gil McDougal, who flipped that ball to the second baseman, and it retires the side. Force play. Gropo is forced out at second. In the inning, no runs. Two hits. A walk and two left. The end of the first half of the fourth inning at New York. It's the Yankees three runs, seven hits, no errors. The White Sox no runs, five hits, and one error. For change, Rivera has gone into right field now for the White Sox. Doby in center field, Minoso in left field. Here's Hank Bauer, been up twice, slide to left field and walk. Marshman getting ready. The first pitch to Hank Bauer is a little bit too high and outside at the shoulder. 
This is the last of the fourth inning. Here comes the next pitch, and a swing and a long drive. It's going, going, gone. A home run into left field. home run of the year and his 15th run batted in and it looks like Harshman is going to be taken out. For the Yankees that is their 28th home run of the season. When Yogi Berra hit that homer into right center field and I told you went over at about the 357 foot mark Neiman jumped up on the uh, fence at the point where there's a, a a metal gate there, and it looks like he required he had a cut. He cut himself on the right hip, required a couple of stitches, and that's the reason why he has gone out of the lineup and Rivera has gone into right field. Keegan. Here is Bob Keegan coming in. Gave up four runs and eight hits during his tenure. And let's see, he gave up, he was tagged for two homers, one by Barra and one by Power, and a pair of doubles, one by Mantle and one by Scarra. He also gave up two bases on balls, but one of those was intentional. So Harshman is going up. Making his first appearance of the year is Bob Keegan, who last year, with a number of physical ailments, Followed a very successful year the year before in 54 with, by not appearing too much, he appeared in 18 ball games and he won two games and lost three. Keegan is a big right-hander who stands six feet tall and weighs 180 pounds. in his practice throws right now. Billy Martin is standing alongside the plate. Keegan stands rather 6'2 and weighs 207. He hails from Rochester, New York, where he was born in 1922. He's wearing number 15 on the back of his gray uniform. And he's come on the scene at this point in the ball game. The last of the fourth inning with a run in to replace Hardy. Here 
is Billy Martin, one for two. A single in the first inning and a ball. It's low inside. He almost hit him and down he went. Which to Billy Martin is a high curve that hung too high and a ball. Two and nothing now. Fourth inning of the first game of today's twin bill. That's a ball that's low and outside. Three and nothing for Martin. The on-deck hitter is Mickey Mantle. The next pitch to Martin. Ball. He almost hit him. Ball four. Let's get in a station break here. This is the WCFL Chicago White Sox baseball network. And a ball that's high and outside. Ball one. Nicky Mantle in the batter's box. He's left-handed against the right-hander. The first pitch of ball. There's one right down the middle for a strike. Statistic-wise, there's no telling which way this guy is the most fearsome, left-handed or right-handed. He's really been whacking that ball both ways. And a swing and a very high fly ball into left field. Man, is that high. Manoso is still waiting, waiting, and he finally grabs that ball for the up. Boy, he hit that ball really high into left field. have really been on a home run drag here. They've hit at least one home run in every game that they played in Yankee Stadium. Now Yogi Berra is walking up. He popped out the first time. But the second time hit that ball into the stands in right field. And Neiman, going up into the air, jumping up on that wall to try to catch it, came down in the gate and cut his side, or his hip, and had to have a couple of stitches taken, and it's ball, it's low. This is Yogi Berra. Yogi standing up in there, relaxed, with a, about the cl most closed stance in the big leagues. His feet are right tight together. Billy Martin on first base, and one out, a run in. Keegan getting ready. And a strike right across the way. Barrett keeps his feet close together, no widespread stance, and then as the ball comes in, he moves that right foot up. Bob Keegan, his first appearance of the season. Leave Jack Harshman, and a quick throw to first base. Martin, back in time. Yo, 
bogey, waving that stick around. That's a fastball that crowded him at the knees for a ball. Make it two and one. The on-deck hitter is scouring. The outfield is playing the Yogi Man, as you would expect, way around to the right. Quick throw to first. Martin back in time. that he's lined that ball viciously toward right. Fox grabbed one, Gropo grabbed one, and this time Martin was double off first base. Double play. In the inning, one run, one hit, and nobody left. Well, we need some runs in this ball game. They score at the end of four. The Yankees, four runs on eight hits. The White Sox, no runs on five hits. Here's Aparicio coming up to lead off. Aparicio stepping into the batter's box. Single the first time up. Spike call. First break we get here, I'll give you the rundown on the scores. Whitey Ford ready again, and a swing and a hit faster. Hit that ball hard that time on the ground. He's going to try for two. Look at the little guy barrel, and he's up to second base standing up. A double by Lewis Aparicio. Going to bring up the pitcher, Keegan. Aparicio gets hit number six of four. Keegan is just started to come out of the dugout, so I'll give you the scores quickly. Baltimore 2 and Detroit nothing at the end of 4. Kansas City 7 and Washington 4 at the end of 6. The Cardinals 2 and the Giants 1 at the end of 1. Cincinnati 2 and the Phillies nothing at the end of 2. Pittsburgh nothing and the Cubs nothing at the end of 2. Brooklyn and Milwaukee, Cleveland and Boston rain out. Keegan across the knee. Bob Keegan, a right-hand hitter in the batter's box with Louie on second, and a ball in too close at the way. Whitey Ford and Harshman, the starters in this ball game. There's a swing and a foul coming back here in the upper deck. Bob Keegan will be followed by Nelson Fox. The outfield is playing shallow with the pitcher Keegan up. Whitey Ford ruddies again. That's too low a ball. I can remember when this guy was a pretty good hitter. Seated right behind us here in the press box, A.G. Atwater of Chicago. Also a well-known attorney from Chicago, an old friend, Dodd Healy. Ball two and strike two. 
That's a tap foul. It's rolling on the ground to the left of the plate. Louis Aparicio slapped the ball to start the fifth inning between the third baseman carry and the bag. And it's shot right down that foul line, and the little guy is parked out on second base. That's his second hit. Here's a swing and a foul right in front of it. On the wire. And a ball two and a strike two count for Keegan. Fifth inning of the first game of today's twin bill. Whitey Ford massaging a new baseball at the plate umpire, Hank Sawyer, threw out to him. Keegan swings and pops one up off here to the right. Here's Yogi Berra coming over, and he's got that ball for the up. Yogi Berra ran over to the stands to the right to grab that foul. Here's Fox. Nelson Fox. Struck out the first time, and the second time lined a clean head into left field. Now Whitey Ford gets ready. Louis Aparicio out on second. And a punt attempt and a foul ball on the ground to the left. Fox tried a running punt. He tried to dump that ball up the third baseline. But it went foul all the way. Ford again roughs a new ball around in his hands. Now he's ready to fire. Fox swings and hits a fly ball short to left center that Mantle's going to get and has for the up. Aparicio holds at second. Here's Kell. George Kell stepping up. Kell is 0 for 2. Bounced out and flied out to right. Here's Kell stepping in. Kell is up with two on in the third inning and made the third out. Now he's up here in the fifth inning with Aparicio on second and two out. George Kell. The pitch to George is a ball. Low and outside, ball one. Yankees have made eight hits. And the White Sox have made six hits, but two of their hits have been homers. They're 27th and 28th of the campaign. The pitch to Cal, a slow twister right over the heart of the plate. One and one. Ball one and strike one for Cal. The outfield is playing Cal right straight away. Next pitch to him, a swing on a fastball and a foul to hit Yogi on the foot. Bounds back all the way to the screen. And it's a ball one and a strike two count for Yogi Berra. 
Yogi Berra. Lumping around a little bit down there. That really stings. Now Kell is getting up in there again. Kell is batting in the two spot today with Fox leading off. Ball one and a strike two count for Kell. Yankees are leading four to nothing. Next pitch to him, a swing and a miss. He stuck in there. Curveball right across the knee. In that inning, the top half of the fifth, no runs, one hit, and one man left on the base. So, fans, at the end of the first half of the fifth inning of this ball game, Bob Elson describing the games from Yankee Stadium in New York. It's still the New York Yankees four and our White Sox nothing. lead off and to face Keegan in the last half of the fifth inning will be Scourum, then McDougal, and then Elston Howard. Scourum's been up twice. He has one hit, spiked around the knee. He doubled in the third. Moose Scourum, number 14. First baseman. There's a curve, and he hits that ball toward right field. Rivera's going to get it right around the knee. Rivera came charging in that time to grab that soft fly ball toward right field. It wasn't hit deep, and he had to hustle in to grab it for the up. Here's Gil McDougal. He slides twice to right. up in the first pitch to him. Ball, it's low. Right-hand hitter in the batter's box, Gil McDougal. 317 hitter going in. Scourin made the first out. McDougal is playing shortstop this year. At least Right now, today he is. Casey keeps moving these guys around so much. There's a ball that's low and outside. And he's got the tools to do it. He's got just enough ball players so he can really move them around and platoon the whole outfit. 2-0 for Gil McDougal. Next pitch to him, a perfect strike right over the plate. Ball two and strike one. Noso in left, Dobie in center, Rivera in right, Cal Aparicio, Fox and Dropo on the infield. Ball, a little bit low, 3-1. Ball three and strike one. Here's the pitch to him, a swing and a ground ball right at Fox. Up with the ball on a short hop to Peg, he's out. That's two away. Here's the left fielder, Elston Howard. Howard has been up twice. In the second inning, he popped out to Fox. 
And in the third inning, he grounded out to the mound. Here's the fellow with the widest spread stance in the big leagues. There's a liner toward right field. Rivera chasing over. Can't get it. Fell down. It bounces into the stands for a ground rule double. Howard slapped a line drive down the right field foul line. Rivera fell down going for it. It wouldn't have made any difference. He couldn't have gotten to that ball. And it bounced into the stands for a double. That is the first hit given up by Keegan, and it's the ninth hit for the Yankees. Here's Andy Carey. A line drive into the right field corner by Elston Howard. Strike gets perfect right down the middle. walks back and gets the rosin bag and dries his hands. Bob Keegan making his first appearance of the year. Here's a twister that stays up a little bit too high for a ball. And a ball one and a strike one count for Andy Carey. Carey with a 208 batting average going into the ball game, singled in the second, and was given an intentional pass in the third by Elston Howard. Strike gets perfect right down the middle. Keegan walks back and gets the rosin bag and dries his hands. Bob Keegan making his first appearance of the year. Here's a twister that stays up a little bit too high for a ball. And a ball one and a strike one count for Andy Carey. Carey with a 208 batting average going into the ball game, singled in the second, and was given an intentional pass in the third. Again, Keegan fires. Fastball and a swing and a miss. That time, the ball was by him before he knew it. walks off the pitching rubber and again goes to the rosin bag to dry his hands. We're in the last half of the fifth inning with the Yankees ahead four to nothing. And the next pitch, swing and a long foul. It's out of play. Long foul way down into the right field corner. Keegan roughs a new baseball around in his hands for a moment. Gets ready. Here comes the next pitch. A curveball is hit fairly deep to center field. Dobie's going to get it back a few feet. He's got that ball to retire the side. And Elston Howard has been left on the base. No runs. One hit, one left. In five innings, the Yankees have stranded four, five, six, seven men. The White Sox have stranded five. And the totals at the end of five innings of play 
The Yankees, four runs, nine hits, no errors. The White Sox, no runs, six hits, and one error. Manoso will lead off in the sixth, followed by Rivera, and then by Larry Doby. Whitey Ford gave up a hit in the second inning to Gropo. Strike call to Fox and to Aparicio in the third. To Minoso and Doby in the fourth. And a double by Aparicio in the fifth. Strike one. And a ball. Off the corner at the knee. One and one. Then he has... One for two. Next pitch to Minoso. He's swinging a ground ball right at the shortstop. McDougal has it, fires the first, and he's out. One away. Here's the right fielder, Jim Rivera. Rivera coming up for the first time today has a 370 batting average with 10 hits in 27 at bats. The first pitch to him, slow ball is top to the right of the plate. One strike. Jim Rivera playing right field up for his first time today and the next pitch to him curve right across the knee strike two Whitey Ford goes into the motion that's a fastball strike three stuck him up Going to bring up the center fielder, Larry Doby, who has one for two. Here's Larry Doby. Wind up in the first pitch to Larry. Ball, it's in the dirt. He struck out in the second inning and singled the center field in the fourth inning. That's a tap on the ground that's going to be foul on the first baseline. Scarin goes over and gloves the ball. One and one. Sixth inning of the first game of today's twin bill. The Yankees have a four-run lead. And the next pitch to Doby. Fastball dropped just a little bit too low. Yogi didn't like that call. He's complaining to the plate umpire, Sore, about it. And a ball two and a strike one count for Larry Doby. Ford leans forward. 
Colby gets tired of waiting and steps out of the batter's box, so things are held up here momentarily. Now to wind up again, and the next pitch to him. A wild one, way over Dobie's head that Yogi couldn't get. It goes back up on the screen here, and it's a ball three, and they strike one count. The on-deck hitter is Gropo. Wind up in the next pitch. A swing and a ground ball to second baseman Martin's left. He's got it. Pegged the first, and he's out. Retiring the side. So Whitey Ford knocked down Minoso, Rivera, and Dolby in order in the top half of the sixth inning. And the score fans... At the end of the first half of the sixth is still the New York Yankees four and the White Sox nothing. Whitey Ford is going to lead off in the last of the sixth. In the American League, Baltimore five and Detroit two at the end of five. Kansas City seven and Washington four at the end of seven. In the National League, Pittsburgh one and the Cubs nothing at the end of three. Cincinnati two and the Phillies nothing at the end of two. And the Cardinals, two, and the Giants, one, at the end of two. Here is Whitey Ford, one for two. And Ford, with intentions of bunting that ball, pushed at it, and then... Uh, Almost fell over because the pitch was in a little bit too close, but the ump says that's a strike. Ford nods his head and steps back up in there again. Here's a low outside curve, and it's one and one. Last of the sixth. First game of the twin bills. Ford taps one easily toward Fox up in the ball. Peg the first, he's out. One away. Let's get in a station break right here. Here's Hank Bauer. Slide to left field, walked and hit a home run. The pitch to Bauer, right over the plate. Spike one. Hank Bauer. Big right hander up in there curveball. It's low and outside. I believe that Norrin is on the disabled list. He's getting all set again, and the next pitch to him, a curveball. He pops into a short left center field. It's going to drop for a base hit. And Aparicio grabs that ball off the bounce and whirls and fires it in there, and Bauer has a single. That comes with one out in the sixth inning. It's the tenth hit for New York and the second hit off Keegan. Let's see. Among outfielders, they have Howard, Serve, Bauer, Collins placed first, and the outfield. Yeah, they don't have... They don't have him listed. I believe he's on the disabled list for 30 days. Here's Billy Martin. 
Here's a pickoff. They throw to first. He's trying for second. He's tied by Fox. Hank Bauer was caught off first base on Keegan's snap throw to Dropball. He was off the bag about three feet. So he decided to try for second rather than run into the ball at first. And he was nailed. Keegan to Dropball to Fox, who tagged him about four feet from second base, high up on the shoulder as he rushed by. Two out. Now the pitch to Billy Martin, low above. Two out in the last of the sixth inning. The Yankees are leading in this ball game, four to nothing. Second game pitchers will be Coleman and Paulette. And a little bit too low to Billy Martin. Ball two. Second baseman Billy Martin. 175 batting average going in with six RBIs as a hit in the walk. The pitch tapped through the box. It's a hit to center field. He tapped that ball right through the box. Added the base hit to center field. Hit number 11. Hit number 3 off Keegan. And here is Mickey Mack. Double and a single in three tries. Mantle has now been up 63 times this year and has made 29 hits. Two of those, three of those have been doubles, one triple, and nine homers. The first pitch to him, a swing and a miss. Half-speed curve. Mantle took a vicious swing, and you heard that oohs and ahs from the crowd. Getting all set again. The next pitch, a high fastball for a ball one and a strike one count to Mantle. The Sox are going to stay in New York tonight. Manager Marion has called for a workout here in Yankee Stadium tomorrow afternoon. And then the team will take a 3 o'clock train from New York to Boston. They have an afternoon game Tuesday, Wednesday, and on Thursday. Ball one and strike one. And a swing and a high foul. It's coming back here and going out of play. Ball one and a strike two count. Mantle steps away from the plate, gets a little bit of dirt on his hands, and then steps up in there again. We had the fellow who discovered Mantle as the guest on our dugout show from Kansas City, Tom Greenway. Ball one and a strike two count on Mickey with two out and a man on first. In the last of the sixth inning in a 4-0 ball game in the first game of the twin bill. Fastball. A little bit too close for a ball. Two and two. Bob Keegan came on the scene for the first time this year in the fourth inning. 
seems to have his fastball moving in there pretty good and a good curveball. He's looked all right. Keegan was quite a pitcher in 54. It sure help if he'd come around again. There's a fastball and he struck him out. He threw him a fastball at the letters and Mantle struck out. In the inning, no runs, two hits, and one man left on the base. No fans in the end of six full innings of play in this ball game. It's the Yankees, four runs, 11 hits, no errors. The White Sox, no runs, six hits, and one error. National League, Cincinnati leads the Phillies 7 to nothing. They scored five runs in the second and lead 7 to nothing at the end of three. Pittsburgh won and the Cubs nothing at the end of four. Baltimore six and Detroit two at the end of six. Kansas City seven and Washington four at the end of seven. Here's Drupal. Walt Drupal is a hit and a walk in two tries and a cap foul on the ground. Nobody on and nobody out. It's the seventh inning. And a very goodly number of fans stood up here to tap to the pitcher. Grupo bounces one back to Ford, who throws him out, one away. A lot of Chicago partisans there today because a lot of people stood up in the top of the seventh. Here's Lawler, 0 for 2. Schirmlaller grounded out to third in the third inning hit into a force play for the last out in the fourth inning a pitch to Lawler is swung on and lines to Carey drops the ball picks it up too late safe at first it'll be an error for Carey now they're holding having a discussion yep there goes the error sign at Yankee Stadium an error for Andy Carey. I don't see how they could call it anything else, even though it was hit hard. It was hit right at him, letter high, and he had the ball in his glove and dropped it, picked it up, had plenty of time, then dropped it again, and it rolled into foul territory, and that was it. Here's Louis Aparicio. Spike call. Louis has a single and a double. Aparicio in the batter's box. Little Louie has come up with two hits and two tries. And a ball curved in close to the knee. Almost nicked him, and it's one and one. This is the seventh inning of the first game at Yankee Stadium. And Lewis hits one foul on the ground. It's rolling over and into the White Sox dugout. Yogi massaging a new baseball and walks out toward the mound. Baseball at Yankee Stadium and a goodly crowd today. In spite of all kinds of scaring weather forecasts, we've got a good turnout. And the weather has turned out quite pleasant. A few White Sox hits here and runs would make it even more pleasant. 
Here's a ground ball to short. Looks like a twin killing. The second out over the first. He's out. A double play. Gil McDougal turned up Riccio's hot smash, which was toward the bag at second. Perfect spot to start the double play. He flipped the ball to Martin. Martin fired it to Scarron. And it's a double play to retire the side. In the inning, the top of the seventh, no runs, no hits, an error. Erased in a twin killing, and no one left on the bench. The score fans at the end of the first half of the seventh at Yankee Stadium. The Yankees, four runs on 11 hits. White Sox, no runs on six hits. up in that order in the last half of the seventh inning. Here's the Yogi Man, and I foul fly going out of play to the left. Now a new baseball is tossed in, and Lawler walks out. Jim Lemon of Washington just hit another home run the Senators, and boy, he has been really hot. That's one of those streaks I was talking about. He's just hard to get that fella out. Pitch to Yogi. Swing and a hard smash. Box grabs. Nice stop. Throw to first. He's out. The third ball today. Hit like a bullet toward right field. That has been taken away from Yogi Berra. Two liners, and that one that had hit written all over it. Fox made a terrific stop to his left and threw him out. Here's the big moose, Stour. Bob Keegan ready. And a slow ball is fouled back up here on the screen. One strike. This is the last of the seventh of the first game of the twin bill. Between games, we're going to return you to our studios in Chicago for about 17 minutes. Music and all the scores, the rundown and all the other games. Here's the next pitch to Skyron. A push bunt up the first baseline. Tough play. Pitcher puts the ball to first and is safe. There's an argument at first base. Keegan made a terrific play on that ball. Keegan racing over to the line. Reached down, didn't hold the ball. Flipped it while running to ball and a big argument over there between Fox and Gropo and Keegan and the first base umpire. It scored, of course, as a hit for Scout. That's hit number 12 and the first hit or the fourth hit, rather, of Keegan and the second hit of the game for Scout. Man, that was a sure, surely a close play. Bob Keegan really handled himself, got off that mound and raced over on a terrific bunt. While at full speed, leaned down about four or five feet from the bag, flipped that ball into the hands of Dropo, and on a very, very tight one, the hitter was called safe. So it's a hit, hit number 12, and it's going to bring up the shortstop, Gil McDougal. Flied to right twice and grounded to five. 
Now Keegan, who was hot about that, cooled off a bit, and he's getting set. Throws to first base, back in time. One man on and one out in the last of the seventh. The next pitch, a curveball is bounced towards short. Have to hurry to get a double play. Out of second over the first. Just missed. Just missed the double play. It went from Aparicio to Fox to drop off and missed by a fraction of a stride at first base on getting the twin killing. That's a force out. At second, Aparicio to Fox. It leaves McDougal at first base with two out and brings up the left fielder, Elston Howard. One for three. Here's Howard. Stepping into the batter's box in the first pitch. Swinging a ground ball right at Louie. Fumbles, recovers, got a play of second, force out on McDougal. Got it there in time to get the force out and to retire the side. In the inning, the last of the seventh. No runs, one hit, and a man left. And at the end of seven full innings of play in the first game of the twin bill, it's still the New York Yankees four and the White Sox nothing. We're moving into the top of the eighth inning, and George Kell is going to lead off. Hold up on that. Bubba Phillips is going to lead off. We're going to get a pinch hitter. You'll be followed by Fox and then Kell. And here is the first pitch now to Bubba Phillips, and it's a spike in around the knee. Phillips is batting 286. And the next pitch, a strike gets called right across the knee. Whitey Ford. Ready to pitch again. Phillips taps one foul along the third baseline. Ford is 3 and 0. He is trying for his fourth win of this young season, which would make him one of the winningest pitchers in the big leagues right at this point. Now the wind up in the next pitch. Here's a swing and a high foul fly out of play. The Sox play Tuesday afternoon at Boston and Pierce is expected to pitch that ball game against Porterfield. The Sox are expecting to see Porterfield, Sullivan, and Brewer. Three tough cookies over there at Beantown. Next pitch to Bubba Phillips. A swing and a miss. And he swung at one that was almost on the ground. Spike three. Nelson Fox, one for three. Nelly Fox stepping into the batter's box with one out in the eighth. 
box, stepping into the batter's box. And a swing and a tap to second base. Picked up easily by Martin. The peg, he's out, two away. Going to bring up George Kell, who is 0 for 3. Well, the famine is still on. Does the top hitters just haven't been able to start to rack that ball here yet. Here's a swing and a ground ball past third. Anoso has a hit today. Dolby had a single. Dopo a single. Lawler, both for three. Six hits in all off Whitey Ford. One strike on Kell with two out in the eighth. And a perfect strike, a fastball that exploded right across the knee. Whitey Ford into the motion again, and the next pitch, a swing and a foul tip. It gets away from Yogi, and George will get another swing. The on-deck hitter, Minoso. Whitey Ford looks down at the Yogi man. Again, getting a sign. Here comes the next pitch, and it's too low for a ball gets away. White Sox will open a long home stand at Comiskey Park a week from Tuesday with the Washington Senators. The Washington Senators in a night game. That's the first night game of the year, by the way. After Washington, the Yankees come in for Thursday, a night game Friday and Saturday. And a ball that's low in close. George Kell. Ball two and a strike two count. Two out and nobody on. In the top half of the eighth inning. Now the wind up in the next pitch. Slow ball. That one's low. Ball three. The plate umpire, Hank Soar, gets out the room now to clean the plate. Ball three and a strike two count for Kell. Into the motion again, and here's the next pitch. Ball four, he walked it. That is the second base on balls given up by Whitey Ford. And it'll bring up Minoso, who had a hit in the fourth inning. He's one for three. Minoso Mini Minoso with a teammate over on first base two away and a ball it's in just a little bit too close ball one Ford 
takes a look around to see that everybody's set out there. They are. And a tap right through the box. They hit the center field by Minoso. His second hit, hit number seven. That ball caught Ford off balance. On the follow-through of his delivery, he was off balance. And the ball shot by him and rolled out in the center field. Going to get a pinch hitter for Rivera. Bob Kennedy is coming up to bat for Rivera. Here's Bob Kennedy coming up. Kennedy has been at bat 11 times and has made one hit. Kennedy a utility outfielder and infielder in there and a ball at slow. Ford having just a little bit of control trouble here in the top of the eighth inning. And it all started after two outs. He walked Cal. And Minoso got a second hit, a single to center field. The outfield is playing straight away. Here's Ford ready again, and Kennedy slaps a foul ball past third base on the ground. And a ball one and a strike one count for Bob Kennedy, batting for Rivera. left-handers again in the second game. Howie Pullett will go against Coleman. Coleman's only outing this year was a three-and-a-half inning relief stint against Detroit on May the 2nd in which he gave up three hits and no runs and had four strikeouts. Here's a swing and a ground ball to third. Harry steps on third, forces Cal, and it retires the side. There's a ground ball down to Andy Carey, who stepped on third at the force up, and it retires the sun. So in the inning, the first half of the eighth, no runs, one hit, a walk, and two men are left on the base. And the score fans with Bubba Phillips now going out into right field to play right field. The score is still the New York Yankees four and our White Sox nothing. Dolkey has come in now to pitch for the White Sox. Jerry Dolkey, a Memphis right-hander, is making his first appearance of the season. And will face the New York Yankees in the last of the eighth inning with the Yankees leading in this ball game by a score of four to nothing. Donkey getting in some practice throws out there. The first man to come up will be. 
Hank Bauer. Let's get in a station break here. This is the WCFL Chicago White Sox Baseball Network. Here's Hank Bauer, a walk, a home run, and a single. And a strike. Hold up on that Bauer, I mean Carey, Andy Carey. I was looking at Bauer, who had already come out, because the pitcher is up next and the on-deck hitter is already in the circle. Carey steps in, and Carey has been up, uh, this is the fourth time, he has a single and a walk and fly to center field. And a ball one and a strike one count on Andy Carey. Dalkey, a slim right-hander, throws a twister that's outside at the knee for a ball to make it two and one. Carey, third baseman of the Yankees, gets all set again. That's too low for a ball. And he married a movie star, and I see they've either just had a baby or are about to have a baby. The newspaper someplace the other day. Ball three and a strike one count for Carey, and a strike right over the heart of the plate. Three and two. Keegan came on in the fourth inning. And I'd say looked good here today. There's a swing and a tap out the box to his right. Big hop. Peg the first. And it's out. One away. That'll bring up Whitey Ford. He walked the first man he pitched to in the fourth. And then a fly ball and a double play. In the fifth inning, he gave up one hit a double. In the sixth inning, Keegan gave up two singles. That hand is for Ford. In the seventh inning, one hit. He had a real good fastball today and a good curve, and he was right in around that strike zone all the time. I'd say he looked mighty good. Pitch to Ford, strike call, right at the way. Whitey Ford has had one hit in three tries. And a ball. It's in too low. Gary Dalkey. D-A-H-L-K-E. Goes into his motion again. Here's the next one to Whitey Ford. And a curveball is swung on and hit foul. Back to the wire. Dalkey picks up the rosin bag and dries his hands. Takes a quick check look around the infield. Everybody in place. And the pitch to Ford. A swing and a miss on a good fastball. Strike three. Here's the leadoff man, Hank Bauer. Hank Bauer. Stepping into the batter's box at Yankee Stadium with two away in the ninth strike call right around the knee. Two away in the last of the eighth. The White Sox having one more chance in this ball game. The first half of the night. It's to bar. Slow ball is grounded to third. A nice stop by Cal. A peg across. He's out to retire the side. 
The donkey looks mighty good out there in that inning. Three up and three down. No runs, no hits, no errors. It's quite an assortment out there and just about everything in the book. And at the end of eight full innings of play in the first game of today's doubleheader, it's still the Yankees four and the White Sox nothing. All the boys listening to the ball games back in Chicago. Remember, between games, we'll have an intermission of 16 or 17 minutes of music and scores from the studios, and then back in time, plenty of time for the second game. Here's Larry Doby, a slow ball, and a drive into deep right center field, and Mann was going to the wall for, and grabs for the end. Oh, that ball was tagged to the 407-foot mark on the track in right center field, and Mandel raced back and pulled that ball down. Here's Gropo. That ball was really hit. Here's Walt Gropo, and a swing and a miss. One strike. Getting all set again, a fastball to tie an outside, a ball. Ball one and a strike one count for Dropo. One out in the ninth. Whitey Ford has gone all the way. Next pitch to Waller, a swing and a foul tip. One and two. Ashman, Keegan, and Dalkey worked for the White Sox in this first game. Ashman, Keegan, and Dalkey worked for the White Sox in this first game. Whitey Ford leans forward on his left foot. Ropo singled in the second, walked, and bounced out. Here's a very high infield fly outside of first base. And the first baseman, Scourin, runs around in a circle there. He caught the ball inside the line in fair territory. About eight feet down from the bag and about two feet in fair territory as the wind kind of whipped that ball around. And Moose ran around in a circle. Two out. One more, and this ball game will be over. Here's Sherman Waller. Slow ball. Outside at the waist. Ball one. Whitey Ford. It's ready. Slow ball. Cross the knees. Spike one and one. Well, the Sox are due to unload some hits against somebody, and I hope it's Coleman in that second game. Here's the pitch to Lawler. A high fly ball. This one's 
Going into short left center field. Tough chance here for the shortstop, and he dropped the ball. Fowler's going to second base, and I'm sure they'll call that a double. He had a very, very tough chance. Gil McDougal raced into left center field, had his back to the infield, stuck his glove out further away from the infield to try to reach the ball, touched it but couldn't hold it, and Batty is going to run for Lawler, who has a double, and for the White Sox, that is hit number eight. It's going to bring up the shortstop, Luis Aparicio. Aparicio and a swing and a ground foul along the third baseline. One strike. One strike. Earl Batty goes out to second base to run for Lawler. Luis Aparicio, who singled in the third, doubled in the fifth, hit into a double play on the seventh on a very hard hit ball to the left of the shortstop. Louis cuts on one and bounces a foul over the Sox dugout. There is Yogi Berra walking out in front of the plate. Flips that ball back to the mound. Two strikes on Luis Aparicio. Whitey Ford sets again. Fastball. Swing and a miss. The catcher dropped the ball. He's got to throw him out. This ball game is over. Final score at New York. The Yankees four and the White Sox nothing. The Yankees four runs, 12 hits, committed one error, and had six, seven, eight, nine men left. The White Sox, no runs, eight hits, one error, and had eight men left on the bases. The winner, Ford, now four and nothing. The loser, Jack Harshman, now one and one. So that's the story of the first game, and I sure hope we have a lot of better news for you in the second game, fans. It's going to be Follett against Coleman, and now stay tuned for all the scores. The game's going on this afternoon up to the moment. We have three games complete in the American League, uh, all three of them. The first game of a doubleheader, and then one game in the American League was rained out. That was the uh, doubleheader between Boston and Cleveland, postponed because of rain. Now, in the games that we do have, first of all, the first game of the doubleheader we have on WCFL this afternoon, between our White Sox and New York, coming to you from Yankee Stadium. It was a sad story in the first game... Uh, at Yankee Stadium this afternoon. The Sox going down to defeat by a score of four to nothing. And Harshman took the loss for the Sox, and Mr. Whitey Ford went all the way for New York and uh, did a fine job of pitching. He allowed the Sox eight hits, while White Sox pitching allowed the Yankees 12 hits, and they were close enough together to get them four runs. And so, final score of the first game of that doubleheader, the Yankees four, the White Sox nothing. The other games in the American League, the first game of the doubleheader between Kansas City and Washington, Kansas City took that one by a score of 10-7. to 7. 
And uh, Harrington gets the win for Kansas City. Grobe takes the loss for Washington. It was Kansas City 10 runs on 13 hits with one error. Washington 7 runs on 15 hits and 4 errors. Another doubleheader in the American League. The first game is over with. That's the doubleheader between Detroit and Baltimore. And Baltimore came up with six runs to Detroit's two to take that first game. It was Baltimore six runs on five hits with one error. And Detroit two runs on six hits with two errors. And Moore gets credit for the win. Gromack takes the loss for Detroit. Moore going all the way unassisted.